And we are back, dude. Episode 79 of the pod, I think. I don't know. But uh, it is the first pod of the year. You know? So that's good. That's good news. We're, we're on track. But, <clears throat> you know, as New Year's be New Year's in... Already, do this 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 uh, years off for the kick, dude. It's insane uh, how it's like. You know, December thirty first, you're so optimistic, you're like anything can happen, and then January first, like yeah, everything fucking did happen, man. And so, uh, you know, the, the the year went great. Me and my wife and my girls, we uh, we stayed up and saw the fireworks in our neighborhood, and. You know, it's a nice little show. You don't got to travel anywhere when you live uh, where we live. You just stand outside and see the fireworks. And it was all great. It was all good. You know, my little baby, um, she's you know, she's not a little baby anymore. She's four, but, you know, her watching the fireworks. And it, it was a good year because she got to really, I feel like, experience everything. Like, you know, have those core memory moments, you know. And so, uh, we, yeah, we just went outside to watch the fireworks. And to her, you know, I, I mean, what, what does fireworks look like when you can actually, like, see it and remember it, you know? It's just, like, these really cool shots going off in the in the sky, and it's, and it's memorable. I remember when I was a kid and my parents took us to the downtown fireworks. Uh, I just remember them being so big and so, like, like you couldn't believe it and then like when I saw it as an adult I was like oh man like that kind of sucked like <laughs> I was like I see better fireworks in my neighborhoods than this it was it was kind of weird I was like this is not as how I remember it but dude and there was a video of like a uh, some some city their fireworks got uh, like some glitch in their system made all the fireworks go off at once. And the way it lit up the sky, dude, made it look like the heavens or an alternate universe was opening, ripping a, 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 like a hole in the sky. And you just felt like some, some hand was going to come out, dude, you know, just like, and you're like, fuck, run, you know, but no, it just, it looked crazy, dude. Um, but I think they got a really good show out of that, I think. Fuck that. That's It looked better than any firework thing I've ever been to. So, you know. So, yeah, my daughter loved it. It was all good. And then as soon as we started hearing the gunshots, I was like, time to go inside. Because people fucking suck. I'm like, dude, you really... Like, what? Just because it kind of resembles the sound of... of gunshots you gotta actually let off gunshots it's fucking bullshit man and you know what fucking sucks is unfortunately dude somebody died uh from stray bullets coming out of the sky and it's like like oh dude that did not need to happen you know like the like you didn't have to do that right all you had to do was just not that right when somebody's like hey don't do that thing that could get you in loads of trouble and you go like Man, you know what? I'm gonna just gonna fucking disregard everything. And unfortunately, some people did. And, you know, somebody died as a result from it. It was an 11 year old at that. You know, I was like, fuck, man. What if, you know, uh, the New Year's brings a lot of good and then a lot of bad because cause it's the world, right? And that's just what it is. But, um,. They they caught the people who did that, which is good, and I, I know it might not bring the family peace, but at least it'll bring them some sort of justice, you know. And that sucks. And 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 on that, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff, man, has already been kicking off for the new year. The I woke up this morning, and you know when you turn on Instagram, and it's your. It's the news for the millennials, the news for the Gen Z. I mean, I don't go to CNN. I don't go to any of that shit. That's how I get my news. And, uh, you know, you wake up and you see Ken Block has died. Now, am I a big Ken Block fan? Not really. Do I know of him? Of course, because I worked at Zoomies. And for the most part, Ken Block owned, you know, a, a section of our wall, dude. Like, he had, like, sunglasses from, I believe, Spy... He did, uh, like, T-shirts with Monster Energy and, and all these sponsors and stuff. Kids would go crazy for it, dude. 
Like they'd come in, you know, do you have the Ken Block stuff? You know, so I'm, I'm very familiar with who he is. I don't, I'm not aware of his impact really, but uh, from what I'm seeing online, it was very big. Um, and, you know, I don't know, I don't know the specifics of it. I know it was a snowmobile accident. And I mean, but this guy, see the thing about the people like him who they live their life more outrageously insane than anybody else you know i mean his whole thing was <clears throat> rally cars right and again i don't i don't know too much about this but he's an extreme he's in an extreme sport right it's not it's not to the norm so the fact that he survived everything he has survived is incredible and then you know again this guy's going to live insane so if he's going to do something like snowmobiles i don't doubt that he you know didn't do something insane which caused his death but you know i mean you i don't know if he has family or kids or anything obviously nobody wants to leave their family too early but sometimes these guys are just like man if i die doing what i love doing then that's all you can ask for right i'm not saying that was his thought or his obviously we don't know you know that's what he really wanted but you know these guys they 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 live for that and and if they die by it you know, who knows? Maybe that's the way they'd rather go out than alone in a hospital or something. Like, nobody wants to do that. So, you know, for first, uh, uh, one of the first RIPs of this of this year already. It's insane because, like, you have so much more of a year to go that by the time this year ends, you know, they're going to be, like, reviewing, like, oh, who died this past year? And you're going to fucking see that. And you're like, oh, my God, I forgot. Like, it's insane. And, uh, to, but to switch it up on the, on a, on a little bit of a lighter note, Lil Wayne is pro now. Lil Wayne is pro for Tory Pudwill's skate company. Um, it's called Thank You. And I gotta say, I love Tory Pudwill. I love Day One Song. I mean, dude, been a fan since Jump. Fucking huge fan of Tory Pudwill. And, but I will say the company name, not great. I don't like it, you know, just, ah, I, you know me, man. I'm a, I'm a, if you got a cool name or do something, I don't know. It would be best if you just didn't have that name, but they do. And it's doing fine and it's whatever. doesn't matter what I think. Just giving my personal opinions. So look. Thank you, uh, turn Lil Wayne pro, and at this point, I'm like, fuck it, anybody can be pro, anybody. Lil Wayne's not a bad skateboarder, but he's definitely not the ranks of pro, but we get it, right? You can't, like, I don't think he saw it coming, which is cool, but, like, I don't think he ever sought out to be a pro skateboarder, but look, let's be honest, everybody is gonna... You know, I'm going to get a little crude here. Everybody going to suck that dick. And what I mean by that is, like, if you're hanging with Lil Wayne and you own a skate company and you're like, oh, you skate good, which, come on, he doesn't, but you're skating with them and you want him to make him feel good so he hangs around you more and, look, I get it, you know? But on paper, Lil Wayne is the worst skateboarder to go pro. Um. I don't give a fuck. Like, look, I appreciate that he loves the sport. I appreciate that he's dedicated. All that stuff I can appreciate. But when we talk about pro ranks, okay? And now, look, here's a different thing. Is it a bro model? Now, if you don't know what a bro model is, it's just like a featured... They do it once, and and then it's like, you know, go get these. Sometimes, like, different riders will do it for teams that they're not really on. They're just doing it, like, as a cool thing. So the bro models are cool, but I don't know if that's the case. From what I'm reading, it looks like he's pro for thank you. And so to that, I go like, well, obviously, you're the worst pro skateboarder, dude. Let's just be honest. Let's put it on paper, okay? If I start a rap career right now and I get signed to a three-album, multi-million dollar deal, it's going to be bad, dude. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, my music's going to suck, because I'm just starting off, and sure, like, let's say I gave it the amount of time he's given it, okay? 
even then, I'm, you know, it's still not in me. But I got this three album record deal. I got all this. I'm going to do it. <laughs> but it's going to suck. But look, Lil Wayne, look, like I said, I appreciate his dedication to the sport. I appreciate his love for the sport. I have nothing wrong with that. He can, This man can do absolutely what he wants to do. No question. But if you tell me, gun pointed to my head, do I think Lil Wayne is the best pro skateboarder out and that he deserves it? Well, I'll go, no. Because he doesn't, dude. Like, let's... He got it because his homies own a skate company, all right? And look, again, he, he skates for what for how long and for how old he is and from coming from not doing that, he skates decently. I'll, I'll give him that, like... You know, but again, if these people weren't his friends, Mans would not have a pro a pro deck. But look, people are like, oh, you know, you could say like, Jerry, why are you shitting on his moment? I'm like, no, I'm not shitting on his moment. I'm proud. I, they can do what it is they want. I'm just saying, am I the best rapper alive? Okay, I'm asking you right now. Do you think I'm the best rapper alive? You don't know because you've never seen, you've never heard anything from me, right? Okay. Have you seen Lil Wayne skate? No. Is is he, you know, is he a pro skateboarder? Yeah, fact. This is a fact now. <laughs> the, the, he can get away. Dude, I bet you if he started swimming and he was okay, like they would already, like, like all these sponsors would come and be like, well, we just want to sponsor Lil Wayne. He's, he's the best <laughs> swimmer alive. Like you can be the best at one thing. I don't think you can be the best at a lot. Okay. I got to say, is Lil Wayne the best rapper alive? Yeah, one of them, for sure. No question. Give the man his flowers. I, I will never, never doubt that. You know, but uh, th- what I think necessitates a pro model is way beyond what Lil Wayne can bring. And again, if it's a pro model, then all this is bullshit and what we do here is satire and comedy. But if it's not, then okay. Like, put him in a contest. Dude, he's a pro skateboarder now. Have him enter Tampa Pro and let's see what happens. And everybody will be like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's great. Like, no, shut up, you know. Again, got love for everybody involved. But come on, guys. What are we doing? <laughs> you know, what's funny is that brand, thank you. Um, I, I want to give a little bit of an origin story here. So I get hit up, right? I, I have this skate company called Slab Skateboards, you, you know, because I've talked about it. And one of the graphics I had or had, uh, have, rather, is this sort of drowsy-looking cloud. Now, he is not stoned. He's not hot. He's not fucking weed smoke. He's not that, okay? I don't, I don't do that, so he's not that, right? But I get it. If you if you think that, it, I mean, just to the naked eye, it looks like that, right? What I based the cloud off of was this drawing I would kind of do over and over again in my in my high school years, and he's, the cloud is really me, because, uh, like, my eyes are kind of droopy, and, I mean, without sounding too cheesy, my head is always in the clouds, I'm always daydreaming, I'm always, like, my head is just in the clouds, so that, that little logo of the company is, you know, in a way, based off of me, and, and how I, how I am, and how I feel, and, you know, if you ever seen it, you know it, and I get hit up from like some people sometimes who know that logo and they'll, and they'll hit me and they'll go like, dude, like, look, they ripped off your design. And it's, there was a, there was one that was fairly close to it, but I'm like, look, is it that again, I, I'm, I'm put myself on the fucking, on the spotlight. Is it that hard to come up with a cloud logo? No, I don't think so. I think you can have parallel thinking and for a cloud to just be like a little bit, like, looks like he's you know, mellowed out, relaxed, again, not that hard to come up with. I don't think Tory Pudwell and Day One Song ripped off my logo, but I will also say when I met, uh, I met Day One and Tory Pudwell at like Zoomies 100K, one, I think one year or two years in a row, I would take these like cloud stickers, my, my, and I'd leave them places. So people would think they were like free, you know, free stickers to take. And, you know, fuck it. They, then they would travel all over the, uh, the United States, you know, everywhere Zoomies was from. 
And so I would do that. People would take them and then fuck it wherever it lands. At least it's there right now. I did fuck up because the writing was so small in the cloud. So it looks like it was kind of just part of the clouds. But fuck it. You know, I'm out here. I'm just living life trying to <laughs> trying to do cool shit. And I fucked up and I should have done better. So I have this thought. I go like, man, I wonder if they ever caught that one year. And again, you can't really see my my like that it said slab skateboards on it. it it was very um it's kind of bubble lettered and it was kind of uh it like it meshed really good with the cloud so i could understand if like they saw it and they didn't see the logo i again i am not saying they took the logo but i am saying the thought was in their vicinity and it's possible but again i wouldn't i'm not going to pursue any of that shit like I mean, I would, why would I go after my heroes like that? Like Tori Puddle and Day One of the Man. Like, uh, like Spitta said, like currency, the hot Spitta said, like, yeah, you can, you know, whatever it is, you can have that. I'm creative. I, I'm, I'm going to come up with something else better than that, you know? And again, I'm not saying they did that. But if they did, they can have it. It doesn't matter. I'll come up with something else, you know? It's, it's not that hard for me to come up with, like, another logo I think is pretty cool. It... You know, when people, uh, when people get so, uh, you know, heated because somebody, they think somebody stole their logo, like, especially like small companies where like, when you see a company on Instagram, right. And, and it's the guy who owns it and he has right next to his name or right next to the company name, he is CEO, I'm CEO of, you know, just to, just to pull from a, <laughs> a previous app. I'm the CEO of Boner Skateboard. So if anything pertaining to Boner, you got to come through me. All right. So yeah, dude, dudes who have CEO and when you've never heard of the company, like don't do that, you know, like stop. Okay. Like I, I get it that if you're like, if you have an LLC, I'm assuming that some of the the words that you can use is CEO <laughs> for your company, but why would you do it? Like, stop! Just be like, I'm the owner of this company, and do that. And then when you get to like Apple scale, you can be like, I'm C, I'm CEO, and I have a CFO, and I have a COO, and I have a fucking, you know, COC and a COCK, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> uh. Yeah, like I, I won't ever pursue that. They, you know, they obviously they're doing something with their company, and uh, I just don't like the name, though. I don't know. Just don't like the name. But you know, um, Lil Wayne, dude, going pro. That's that's something. I would have never, I would have never seen that coming. Like it's so cool to think that like. I don't know. I think about this sometimes. I'm like, ten years when when people would ask you, "What are you gonna do ten years from now?" or "What do you see yourself in ten years?" I'm like, we should stop asking that fucking question. Can we can we do that? Huh? Can we stop asking that fucking question? Because at this point, it's like, dude, I hope I'm a fucking life, okay? And I and I hope I can make good decisions that won't financially, emotionally break me, okay? So can we stop with the five, ten year question, like in interviews or anything? Like, just be like, hey. I'm not doing fucking drugs right now, and I and I hope to not be doing them then, or to be an alcoholic, or to be doing anything bad. I hope to be positive. I hope to be, I hope it all to go good, you know. But I can't. I don't know that because ten years ago, you know, I couldn't predict that Lil Wayne was gonna go pro before me. <laughs> I never stood a chance, but I also didn't think Lil Wayne stood a chance ten years ago. And look at him now. <laughs> So let's quit with the, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? I'm like, dude, hopefully alive, hopefully enjoying life, hopefully all the good things, all right? But I definitely didn't, definitely did not see Lil Wayne going pro. That's one thing. And, um, dude, if you take any, anything I say on here serious, you're, you're fucking, you need help. <laughs> this is, this is all truly for fun. And, uh, yeah, get with it, man. But, uh, dude, and then what, uh, there was that news too, that news that like Jeremy Renner got run over by a snowplow. Now I'm still trying to figure out 
what all that means, right? I know Jeremy Renner, okay? I kind of think I know what a snowplow is, but then I'm also wondering how he ended up in front of it because, you know, if you... You're plowing snow, you're behind it, but somehow he was laying down and it ran over his legs. And then um, I guess the cops are like investigating it now because they're like, well, one thing about snow plows is you got to be in front of it to happen. The second thing about snow plows is like they have built in mechanisms to like stop that from happening because I guess it did happen before. And they're like, oh, well, we'll stop that. We'll, we'll, we'll get smart and fix that. So I don't know if they're treating it like a crime scene. I'm like, I don't know. I, I just thought like, what a Jeremy Renner, you know, like out of everybody. That's pretty crazy. But, you know, big ups to him. Hopefully he recovers fast and all that stuff because, uh, you know, we need that. Uh, we need that Avengers to assemble type shit. We need that. And, uh, you know, if he runs out of arrows, you know, it's fine. He's, I'm pretty sure. Like, I think they finally saw, uh, did that in, in his own show where he was like, I'm out of arrows. Like, finally, like, addressing that. Like, he does and can run out of arrows. Like, they, they, they did a whole backstory on, like, how he gets his arrows back and shit. <laughs> it was pretty good. But, yeah, uh, Jeremy runs in, in the hospital from a snowplow. Again, I'm still trying to figure out what any of that means. But if you do, then you know what's going on. Dude, one of the... I heard... Look, my girl calls me New Year's Day, right? And she she's at work. She calls me and she goes... She goes, hey, we're not supposed to do laundry on on New Year's Day. And I go, what are you talking about? I'm like, you know, and I joke with her. I tell her, oh, yeah, you're not supposed to fucking fart on Halloween. Whatever, right? I brush it off. I'm like, nah, doesn't make sense. I don't like that, nah. But I look it up. Dude. Hold on. <laughs> Let me see. I, I I searched it, but I guess I didn't keep it. Um. Let's see. Okay, so it's a superstition, right? There, there's a superstition that says not to wash clothes on on New Year's Day. Let me see. This is real great. This is real great air time. I gotta edit this shit out. Or maybe I'll just keep it in. Who knows? Um, okay, so... Don't do laundry on New Year's Day or a member of the family will be washed away, i.e. die during the coming year. What the fuck is that, dude? Like, what the fuck is that? To, like, this simple, you know, thing of, oh, just don't wash, just don't do your laundry because somebody you love will die? Like, what the... This makes no fucking sense to me. I'm like, that's such an extreme that I, I'm like, okay, get the fuck out of here. And then, um, or doing laundry on New Year's Day will wash a year of good fortune down the drain. Uh, don't do laundry on New Year's Day or you will have more laundry. <laughs> okay, this one I'll fuck with, okay? This is just like, don't do laundry on New Year's Day or you will have more laundry than usual to do all year. You know what? That's fine. I really can't tell the diff. Um, wear something new on New Year's Day to increase the likelihood of more new clothes. Fuck that one. I don't need more clothes. That's fucking, that's stupid. And then, um, there was another one I saw that said, like, don't sweep on New Year's Day because you'll be sweeping away fortune. Dude, you know who came up with these? Hungover people. This superstition is can't be a new one. This has got to be a hungover one where, like, dude, let's just say... You know, we'll say if you wash, you know, you'll wash away this. If you sweep, you'll sweep away that. You know, uh, let's just not do chores today, dude. And just tell people it's a superstition. I, I 100% believe hungover people could have came up with that easily. No, no, no doubt in my mind that like, because I've never heard this, dude. Not once in my life have I ever heard this. And it's so much more believable to think that, like, people who just didn't want to get up the next day and do anything 
because they were hungover and made this up. 100% I believe that. So <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of that superstition, but dude, once I heard it, I was like, this is ridiculous. But dude, um, Theopolis, London, I don't know if you know who that is. That's not a location in London. This is a, this is a person or like a rapper, if you will. He had a good hit out uh, a couple years back. I really haven't heard of him doing anything lately, but apparently he's gone missing, right? Nobody, uh, his family was looking for him. The thing is, he went missing in June and his family, like, not that he went missing in June, but the last time his family spoke to him was in June. And then the family reported him missing in December, okay? So that's, what, six months that they haven't heard from him? And then they reported missing six months later. Now, if you're a famous person, I'm pretty sure that might not be too crazy. Like, maybe a month or two? Because, you know, they're moving and they're shaking. The probably last thing on their mind is to call family and check in, you know? <laughs> so dick, right? Like, so, uh, so what, you know, they, they like, oh, hey, haven't heard from him in a while. Let's report him missing. But you know what I found kind of funny was I saw in some comments on this thing that like people were like, oh, their bag ran out. Oh, they needed money and he wasn't around. And you know, it's kind of shitty to say, but that's, honestly a possibility of what could have what could have happened right because when these people make it into the industry and they make some sort of money like automatically i'm assuming family members friends are like dude what's up you know like you know they try to get real quick on that not all but i'm just saying some um and it sucks because if they only knew of course i don't know but from stories you hear from these you know so-called celebrities they say like oh i'm not making any money i'm like i'm making money but like to live especially now that they live in like la or new york wherever they're at it's like yeah the money i'm making is for me to live now because it's like a whole you just can't make a hundred more than a hundred thousand dollars a year and then like live where you know the normal people live you can't do that because then everybody's gonna know where you live you got to kind of separate and you have to have some sort of you know uh, anonymity like away from people because then this is going to be a hassle right so you know um, some of these people are like oh you know the the money ran out and now they're looking for him and now they can't find him let's report him missing that's fucked up but it there might be some truth to that honestly there might be a little bit of truth to that statement and um i think Okay, you could do the research. I, I would look it up now, but since I'm not in a studio and I don't have a laptop, I can quickly type. It takes me a, a while to do so. I believe Kanye West is also missing. I don't know if, or I mean that from what I heard from Theopolis, the uh, Theopolis story that Kanye um, is missing as well. Be, because they, I mean they're they're longtime collaborators, um, and then there there's some Kanye West is not dead as rumors floods internet and amid missing. So I guess uh, Kanye, you know all these fucking newsline articles are just Kanye West really missing rapper ignores children. It's like, god damn it, dude. Um, look, I don't know. I don't know if he is missing. But um, apparently it's not, like, confirmed yet since, like, they literally put out a missing poster for Theopolis. Like, it's, like, a legit one. Um, and then hopefully, fuck, man, hopefully everything's okay. But, I mean, if somebody was missing since June and your family doesn't report that till December, look, regardless of, like, yeah, he's really busy, I feel like even a phone call once a week isn't that hard to make on both ends, you know, family or Theopolis, like, at least just to check in, like, I don't know, but six months, dude, you don't even know when he went missing, you just knew in December that he was officially, like, oh, something's officially going on, but, like, six months, dude, 
if I'm not close with anybody, I mean, if I'm close with, if I am close with somebody and I don't hear from them for a week or two, I'm like, what, you know, what's going on? You know, but like six months, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't even know if Kanye's officially missing. He's just, I don't know what he's doing, you know? And of course there's going to be people like good riddance, good. And it's like, yeah, but you, you don't really mean that because you're not a piece of shit. Unless you are a piece of shit, you know? It's it's kind of fucked, man. Like, yeah, sure, he says outlandish shit, but he's still a person, you know? Still, like, a human. I, you know, I don't, I don't get all this, um, all this, uh, you know, like, I don't agree with what he said, obviously, but who the fuck knows what's going on in this dude's mind? I don't know. I'm just not quick to, like, cut somebody off without kind of knowing their what's going on like it's hard for me to be like fuck this guy for life because of this one thing he did it's like i don't know i feel like you can do and say a lot of shit but if you're apologetic for it and if you find your way back from those thoughts or those actions i think you can some sort of a you know make your way back into society it's not like it's not like he killed anybody not like he you know did anything super gnarly um eh, well some people might think like he you know initiated people to like hate jews again but i'm like let me tell you something if somebody was hating jews they didn't need kanye to give them that spark they were already on that train like look at me normal functioning human being kanye says the shit i go about live my fucking life i don't need i didn't need him to say that for me to be like you know what dude yeah, that's why all my misfortunes been happening, dude. It's the Jews. No, dude. Like, I, I think the, those people, these news reporters or, uh, you know, these famous podcasters or whatever, they tend to forget, like, there's normal fucking people in this world. It's not all just who they know in, the, in these societies and clubs they go to of, of other wealthy, rich people or podcasters or news anchors or what. Like, your, your bubble is small there. there there's... You know, I'm in fucking South Texas. We're normal as shit. Like, I don't know one Jew-hating person here, except maybe one. But we'll keep that. We'll keep his name under under wraps. Just, you know. But, but no, but seriously, like, I've never met anybody in my fucking life who ever uttered those words. And and I think, like, them thinking he's going to cost them. It's because those people were already on that train. And, yeah, sure, maybe Connie threw some coals in that fire to keep it going, but they were already on that shit. And if <laughs> if Kanye motivated them to do something horrible, I'm like, they are not stable. Like, all of it points to, like, not mentally stable, just fucking not ready to be a human, okay? Not Kanye didn't do shit. He, yes, he said this fucking most outlandish shit, but I guarantee you, like, you ask Jerry Seinfeld or, like, Larry David or anybody like those guys, they're just going to be like, ah, you know, he's just talking. He's just, you know, oh, this Kanye West, just, he's just talking. He's doing, you know, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like a sign, a fucking, uh, curb your enthusiasm episode. I don't know. Like all I'm saying is, you know, it's, it's, this guy is possibly missing. I don't know. And, um, yeah, I mean, there should be. There's always there should be like a road to redemption for everybody. Again, unless they've unless they've done something fucking horribly evil, then yeah, go fuck them and then give them the death penalty. Whatever you need to do for those type of people who are, who can't come back from certain certain things. But yeah, man, I, I hope they uh, I hope they find Theopolis and uh, you know I don't know if Kanye is really missing, but um, hopefully they figure that out. But. Dude, so I was, uh, okay, so, you know your boy, I sometimes, I you know, I like to, I like to have fun on the internet, right? Anytime I leave a comment under something, it's all in good fun, it's never, it's never serious, but text without context, I feel like gets everybody lost. So, Avatar 2, The Way of the Water comes out. I'm like, I'm probably not going to see it. I'll wait till it goes on HBO Max or whatever. But even then, I don't know. 
I didn't even watch the first Avatar. Like, I think I watched it like five years after it came out. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a good movie. Like, I get it. But so much time had passed since the, since then that I was kind of like, oh, yeah, cool. I mean, like, right now I have no problem with the movie. I think it's fine. Like, p- people who just are like, not going to go see it, fuck it. I'm just like, ah, probably not going to. It's probably not my thing anymore. I don't know. But if I come across it on HBO Max, maybe it'll be the best fucking movie I'll ever see. Now, if you know anything about this movie, it took two billion that's with a b took two billion to make okay i I don't know where they put that fucking money i mean i gotta say maybe half that was james cameron's fucking takeaway money two billion dollars to make i think making it the most expensive movie ever made and and not only that but every movie after that will have to cost that much to make at least two billion to make what the fuck, you know, like, anyways, besides, besides the movie costing grossly that much, they needed to make that two billion to break even. I think I talked about this on a previous pod, but they didn't do that. Now it, it, when they first opened in the, I think the first week or two, I think now it's two weeks. Now it crossed over a billion. That's great. Right. But that's worldwide. I believe that. I don't think that is domestic i don't think there's a billion people that want to watch avatar to be i gotta be honest with you man like millions yes i'll give you millions billion uh, one billion in the united states no absolutely not no fucking way no fucking how you know like so now you you need it to make two billion to break even now worldwide okay we can get that but what we just crossed eight billion worldwide uh a little bit I think before, I think it was in November, we crossed 8 billion people um, worldwide. So are you telling me of that 8, 2, you know, have to go see that? I don't, maybe. That That is more possible, right? But still, dude, 2 billion just to break even, that's fucking insane. It shouldn't cost that much. What, what, like, what would the movie look like? I don't know if you maybe just used 500 million, maybe, or, you know, something less than that would it would have been shittier, I feel like. But then, you know, I heard this, I heard this fact that like, um, in the movie Interstellar for them to get the black hole, the way it looked, it cost, and I'm, I forgot the number, but either 10,000 or like a hundred thousand dollars per second you like so per second that you saw the black hole on screen in interstellar it cost a hundred or you know what fuck it i'm gonna look it up because i i'm trying to be better and like give you the real facts uh but still that's pretty fucking um let me see um Okay, so yes, it was uh fuck, I forgot. It says the software to create the black hole in the movie Interstellar is a f- full implementation of Einstein's equation. Okay, la la la. Don't need any of that shit. It took over a hundred hours to render. Only a hundred. Okay, well, no, I'm I'm looking for the cost. Well, anyways, I saw the. I can't find the cost, but. Oh wait, was it the cost or was it the hours per frame? Oh, I'm fucking. I'm out of here, dude. Fucking lock me up for. For fucking giving them misinformation here. Okay, so it says. It took a hundred and twenty hours per frame of that. God damn, to, just to get the, just to make it look like legit, that's insane. I don't even know what that movie, what did that movie cost to make? Um, let's see this, if we can find that. So we can find that number. Okay, uh, Interstellar grossed $188 million in the U.S. and Canada. Blah blah blah. The budget was one sixty five. That's pretty good. 
Okay, well, so 165. And so fucking whatever, 65 million of that was for, uh, uh, it was for the fucking black hole, but still 120 hours to render. That's pretty insane. So I don't know, I guess. Damn, that's crazy, man. But so see, like, I, I don't know, like, uh, anyways, what I'm trying to get to with this avatar thing is, uh, there was a post about there was a post to announce that they they crossed one a billion right it was a benchmark at the box office which was one billion and that's cool i guess right um and so i left a comment which i do on these things just you know again to have fun on the internet why not and all I put was James Cameron buying most of the tickets. Simple, little quick whip. Nothing, I mean, not not my best joke, but, you know, just thought it was funny to put. It's got over 204 likes. Thank you. Um, and I like to do this from time to time. I like to, uh, I like to read the comments um, <laughs> underneath the post. Just because... Again, th- this text with no context, it makes me feel like they don't know that I'm joking and they they think I'm fucking serious and I'm being a dick. But, dude, all I'm trying to do is is have fun on the Internet. So, I'm a, OK, the first comment uh, just it's a guy goes exactly right. All right. Exactly. Now, these where they get fun. Uh, at JSAB, well, he doesn't, he doesn't, so why are you mad he's doing better than your favorite movie already? I'm like, mm, all right. Uh, uh, Adam Miller 906 said, at JSAB, how desperate do you guys need to be to hate on this movie? Not even hating, haven't even seen it. Come on. Uh, <clears throat> this guy, Mateo France says, Look, a desperate hater. And he asked me, I'm like, hmm, not, not, not t-shirt worthy yet. No, definitely not. Um, dude, you know what, what's up with this desperate shit? Did they just learn this word? Anyways, uh, now uh, this is a comment towards that Adam Miller guy who says, how desperate do you have to be to defend this movie that you have no relationship or stake in? Dude, and I'm loving this because it's like I'm getting these notifications on these comments. And one thing I don't do is I, I don't get involved. Like, it's basically like I just let them, you know, yell at each other. I just I just post it and I leave it. And I'll check in every now and again just to see, like, what's going on. But it's it's hilarious that people will have their own dialogue within one comment. Um, bro, where I live, every showing has been sold out since it came out. I had to get tickets like five days ahead of time to see it. This guy tagged me in it just to let me know how it's doing in this city. Uh, I thank you, Monkey JPEG. Great, great, uh, great screening. Anyways, uh, now another comment to another commenter. Why? Because the movie is mid. The first one was cool, but they took 10 years to make the sequel. And it overall, the movie didn't look a lot better than the first one. Also, not really mad, just annoyed of all the the, the dick writers. But he put D writers <laughs> acting like they've been on the biggest Avatar fans. Yet I never heard a single person say they loved the first movie or it was their favorite until the five sequels were announced. You know what? Kind of facts. I'm sending you a pair of socks that I don't have. Um... Uh, another comment to a commenter, uh, I ain't one of them and you're saying, okay, wait, I'm going to read it the way he put it. What I love about Instagram and what I love about the internet is people disregard punctuation all fucking together. So he goes, I ain't one of them. And you're saying not much better. The first film was the highest. <laughs> Can't even make it through this comment, dude. Let me try. I'm going to try again. Oh fuck, dude. This is horrible. See, this is why. I love this. I ain't one of them. And you're saying not much better. The first film was the highest grossing film for a long time. The MCU needed an incredible movie to beat it. So if it's about the same, it's incredible. 
that was that was rough to get through um because it was and then here's the this is the last comment um to because it was better than most movies anyways i don't know i i just love that people argue uh over this shit and really i i was just i was just throwing something out there and i guess it stuck to the wall enough for them to argue over it and uh yeah dude i love that shit (laughs) these people take this so seriously and it's dude i promise when i like any comment i post is just fuck it i think this is kind of funny and and people will just run with it and it's so great how that happens you know the internet will just take a rock as it snowballs down it's this huge thing and it's really (laughs) when you get after the snow melts you find out it was just this little pebble and it's it's great dude i love the internet for that reason You know, I uh, I saw something on Instagram that uh, <laughs> really made me think. It's like one of those things that just happens, but you don't really think about it. You know, you don't really bring it. It doesn't really come to your attention until somebody says something. And it, this was like a screenshot of a tweet, and then it was posted, and it said, I have not seen anyone post that 2023 is gonna be their year (laughs) have we all just given up (laughs) dude i love that i love that because i think look a couple theories one i think people got the message from everyone saying like especially your boy you know i think i kicked it off with that like don't have a resolution don't fucking try to be something you're not just kind of do just do the year <laughs> so then everybody kind of got the message and was like okay well i won't post that this is going to be my year um and then my other thought is that like dude things have been so fucked for and like fucked isn't like not as like going to shit because it's it kind of feels like every time every day things are kind of going to shit little by little but but then it's also the best time to be alive anyways what i'm talking about is like we're still kind of recovering from 2020 and 2021. I mean, 2022 was finally like, okay, like let's, let's kick it back into gear. But, you know, I think we're still trying to find some sort of normalcy because then you still have people arguing about shit about masks or about the vaccine and all that stuff. And it's like, oh my God, dude, I, I can't, you know, like, look, if you want to wear a mask at the grocery store, fucking do it if you don't fucking do that you know and i gotta say fucking because i mean it like do what you want it's such a small thing that you can do yourself and that it doesn't have to be broadcasted by others you know you could just be like i'm gonna wear a mask and that's fine and do when i see people at the store i'm like that's fine that's cool do i still think that like you know they, they might be kind of fear you know still in fear and yeah, maybe, but that's their prior, you know, prerogative. Like, I can't tell them to stop being scared. Like, I, I don't know, but you know, if I see them doing, I it does nothing to me. It does nothing for me. So why am I going to bother them, right? But for a long time, that issue was wear a mask, get vaccinated, because we were uneducated. We didn't know what was going to happen or what the right move was, and now all this stuff is coming out. They're like, oh, yeah, we shouldn't have done that. Oh, yeah, we shouldn't have done that. Eh, shouldn't have done that. And then, you know, all, so all this stuff comes out. And so I think we're just trying to get our grip on on normalcy, you know? it's It was very... I mean, fuck, dude, in the beginning of that shit, I was, I was, I was scared. I mean, just like anybody else, I, I was scared. I was like, what's going on? What's happening? Like, it was just, blah, is the best way to put it. And I, and I, you know, in 2019, I can tell you with, with, with 100% like guarantee that like I lived my life a different way. And after 2020, the way you thought. Mainly because uh, in 2018, I had my daughter. So, you know, it's one thing if I just had to worry about myself, my wife and our and our, my stepdaughter. But like it became this whole new thing of like 
you've got people you got to care and protect for. And this is something you've never faced before. And it was insane. And so now going through 2020, I mean, that was the fucking heat of it, heart of it. 21, you know, we're still shaky. And then, you know, it being 22 feels a little bit normal, but you can still kind of feel tension in the air or like the difference in the air. And and for the most part, you know, maybe it's just me. Maybe it is just me. Um, but seeing that, seeing that little post of like, you know, nobody said that I'm like, man, that's, that's such a good point. I really, you know, I, you really haven't seen that. Maybe people have just, not only people have given up, uh, you know, people who give up, you can tell, I just think they, they, they now realize life is a little bit more fragile and a lot of people lost people so they know how real shit can get and i and i guess you know saying something's going to be their year i mean it's unpredictable dude i mean we fucking lost already you know uh you know i talked about it earlier but we they lost ken block already so, so quick in the year and it's just like it's insane. It's like we just started and I don't know. I wonder if you can achieve like true, true peace without like social media, you know, I wonder, I don't know. Like I can, I think about sometimes when I go to work and, and, uh, you know, and not, being on my phone or not thinking to be but it's so weird it's like taking a shit in the 90s you know that one of those 90s dumps it's like dude when i saw the meme of that where they're like what did we do but without cell phones in the restroom and it's like such a good point man like i don't know what i guess you read you looked at magazines you did something you you know the shampoo bottle thing i don't think i ever did that but but now i mean for sure shits are taking way longer than usual just because of the phone dude like what could be like a a seven minute shit now turns into like you know 15 possibly 20 minutes depending how popping the news is that day on on instagram or whatever and uh i mean i only have instagram and youtube but those two are are pretty much you know they take up they take up some of the time um but yeah dude like i don't know 2023 is i mean i I do like that nobody says that, you know, in a way, because like, just can just do you, (laughs) I don't know how else to say, just be you, you know, don't, because look, I feel like you go in with expectations, you're going to get let down if you're not a fucking rapper by the end of the year, you know, (laughs) I mean, not like last year, we're the, the famous rapper who, (laughs) you know, obviously he ended his year, I mean, if anybody told that motherfucker, hey, at the end of this year of 2022, you're going to go viral and then, you know, then disappear. He would have probably been like, yeah, I'm, I'm down with the disappear part, but I don't know about the going viral. But, you know, who knows? It's just, dude, to have a plan seems idiotic, right? But then you but then you have to plan for shit, like for your life. But to even think that those plans could go through, it's a miracle. I think so. I mean, yeah, it, on paper, it's like go to school, get good grades, get a great job, make a, fa- you know, have a family, get a house. Like the fact that like most of us can do that is, I think, a miracle, right? I think some, you know, obviously some people don't make it that far and that's sad. But also the struggles of just obtaining those things, like even going to school, getting a good job, meeting like a girl at you or a guy, whoever, whatever you're into. We're all inclusive here. You know, if you meet a lizard, whatever, whoever you meet. Like that you can build a great life and then you can somehow get approved in this fucking market to get a house, you know. (laughs) And side note, I send... I send my friends like, uh, I don't know why I do this. It's just fucking, you know, 
why not? I'll send them like uh, this, this real estate guy who's always showing you apartments in New York City. And it like some of the what's what's funny is that like friends fucked us, right? Friends was like, you can have this luxury apartment for like two dollars a month. It's rent controlled. But it was it was a lie. You know, Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld's apartment is a better um, is a better understanding of the New York apartment. Like his apartment was, yes, this I could get behind this a little bit more believable. But the friend's apartment on both sides was like, mm, don't think so. You know, <laughs> I mean, sure, in like other cities. But from what I've seen from this, um, this realtor guy in New York, dude, you can get a trash bin for under twelve hundred a month. You know, where where you still have to shit, have to share a toilet. That is a trip to me, dude, when I see these real estate videos. Like, the first one I sent to the homies was, you know, the apartment looked great. I, I thought it looked, if you're going to live in New York and you have to live somewhere, sure, fine. This is a great spot. I thought. It's <laughs> something like, I don't even know, it was like 3000 4000 a month. It was insane. But you had a sink and you had a shower. and And that was it. And if you wanted to go take a shit, you had to go out of your out of your apartment into the hallway to a shared one toilet. One. I don't know how many occupants were on the floor, but one. Okay, that is, man, like the amount you have to pay versus what like what they're giving you is is so out of pocket you don't even have a pocket anymore dude you know when you pull your pockets out and you know you had the little bunny ears and somebody would say kiss between the bunny ears that's what the landlords are doing out there they're like kiss between the bunny ears give me six grand a month you gotta shit in this tiny ass room with four other people waiting for you go ahead go ahead guy kiss the bunny ears because Oh, kiss in between the bunny ears, guy. Give me six grand. Hey, but you live in New York, right? It's one of the best cities. You can make it here. You can make it anywhere. How about you could just make it anywhere, regardless? Like, fuck that saying, you know? <laughs> you can make it here. You can make it anywhere. Dude, do homeless people count? Are they surviving in New York? So, can, so how about it's just a place, and anybody can make it anywhere, Okay. Fucking out of here with that saying. Like, yeah, I get it. New York's fast paced. New York is the, eh. Like, I listened to a podcast where these guys are from New York, and and they're just like they, they're so they're just talking about New York so much. Like, I get it. It's a great place, and you love it. And you've grown up there. Yeah, anybody will talk about any place that they're from, and and they'll say. I mean, I'm I'm this way about anybody who talks like, like yeah, dude, Chicago, Chicago. Till I die. It's like fine dude okay we get it you know but again this is just me not caring about a location as, as my whole identity and uh no so i'll send him these uh these rent things i'm like dude oh my god i sent them one the other day it was like six thousand nine hundred and it was fucking ah it was so disrespectful you know, and uh, so I sent that to the group chat, and and of course we got a buddy in the group chat who's like, you know, he he's he knows he knows no wrong, so he's gonna hit you with the uh, like, oh yeah, the, the the cost of living is different, what they make is different, and yada yada yada. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter because like the whole world can see this, and it's st- dude, six grand is six grand. I get it. Your dollar can go further in other. Um, in other places, in other states, this is true. But it's still six grand. That doesn't change, like, for a place to live. Like, if somebody told me they were paying six grand to live anywhere, I'd be like, you're obviously in a mansion. Because that sounds like a mansion. And no, it's just a third floor walk-up in New York. Fuck where it's at. Fuck the one of the boroughs that it's in. It doesn't matter. It's six fucking grand, dude. Granted, okay, they do make. There's a lot more opportunity in the in the. Um, there's probably. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of industry in New York, 
And dude, I uh, I worked with this one girl whose dream it was to go to NYU to shoot photography, right? And uh, shout out to her, you know, she was motivated. She went, she did it. She saved up money. Um, and so she came back one year, uh, I think during winter break. And I was like, oh shit, how's New York going? How's it? She's like, it's great. It's awesome. Like I'm going to school. I'm, I'm loving it and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, like, so you live on, like, do they have campus? Do they have like dorms or something? And she said, yes, but it costs like crazy right which is obvious because they go you want to go to nyu you obviously have nyu money but people who don't have nyu money have to you know kiss between the bunny ears right so she um so she she tells me yeah i got this great place for like i don't even know i want to say it was under two thousand a month but it was still like in the thousand realm it wasn't it wasn't anything like less than that it was like 2000 or uh, sorry it wasn't anything more but within that two under 2000 i said oh well that sounds great cuz i've heard this i've heard so much that new york is like the most expensive place and and she was like yeah it is and in this place i got it's uh i want to say it was like 1500 now granted 1500 here in texas is you know a lot for an apartment it is and what you get for that is probably like a two bedroom, two bath, you know, it's a nice living quarters. Um, uh, I don't think anything less than that, though. So she goes, well, it's it's basically a basement with a light bulb, a cot. Like, I don't even think she had a bed. She had like a cot and like a mop sink. Like it. It looked like a pri- like it looked like a place where they tortured prisoners, dude. I'm not even gonna lie, but she was stoked. She was doing it. She was in New York. She's living her dream. But I'm like, dude, somebody died here or something, you know? And it's it's fucking crazy how how because of the location where it's at, you know, people are just stacked on each other in New York. They, she was, I think, stoked on it, or maybe she had to be. Like you know, when somebody is getting a new job. And they're leaving your job and they, and they you know, they got to be like, oh, it's great. This job's got this. And they got to talk up their shit because they, they have to make it, like, sound good to them. They got to convince themselves it's a good move when it's kind of like, we well, got a good job now. I mean, I guess if this is a better job, go for it. If it's paying more, but if you're getting paid the same and all you're doing is just changing where you park your car, I guess. But she goes there and... She, uh, you know, like I said, she loved it. And uh, I, I hadn't seen her since then. I'm assuming she graduated from there with a um, a degree in for photography, maybe. I don't know. But like a lot of people did during the MySpace era. So I don't know. But we'll see. You know, I just remember seeing that that room and I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is literally a scene out of Saw. You know, <laughs> have you seen Saw? <laughs> uh, no, a stupid office joke. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, dude, I, I see that shit. And I'm like, this is crazy how people can get away with this um, <laughs> online. Uh, what do you call it? Like the real estate thing. And and I swear, every time they talk it, like they try to talk up the place. I'm like, guy, come on. Like, you know, that's not. You know you're ridiculous for that. And the same thing with uh, California, man. Like, saw one bed, one bath, like, one of everything, dude. It was like a million-dollar home. It was crazy, man. Like, you really got to fucking want to be out there at both places if you, like, you really are shooting for whatever it is you're shooting for to be out there for, like, a million-dollar home, like... It sucks because, like, I feel like a lot of people working, like, if you watch, like, I'm watching this show called Manifest, right? Great show. And, but all these actors are kind of unknown. And I feel like they're getting, they got paid. I'm assuming they're going to get, they got paid decent on this show. I mean, it's a really good written show, but, you know, they're not. I would categorize them as like C-list actors. Maybe I've never heard of any of them, never seen them in anything, but the writing's good. It's a dramatic show. So 
a lot of their feet like it's uh it's weird how um like on those shows you just have to keep this sort of like scowl looking face or like you have to be ready to get some bad news it's kind of like one of those shows after a while it gets a little repetitive you're like okay i get it you guys are under constant stress but also that's what you get for trying to binge watch a show you kind of figure out the formula pretty fast you're like oh oh yeah this is what they're just gonna do and so sometimes i guess it's better in that case not to binge watch a show but what can you do we live in 2023 now um let me see if i can find it really quick uh because my point to this uh is like these guys are like c-list celebrities right um Okay, so like, look, the lead actor on the show, his net worth is $3 million. That's, for where he has to live, I feel like the house is $1 million. The cost of living and all that other shit, I think this guy, like, just makes it. And he's on, like, a pretty decent TV show. Like, um... Let me see. It doesn't really say... Oh, I love how this is like, is it based on a true story? It's like, shut the fuck up. This, like, yes, a plane disappeared and uh, what seemed like 10 seconds to them was actually five and a half years for the world. Yes, that's based on a true story. I love that. I fucking love that. Um, let me see. Yeah, so like the guy, oh my God. And, and then like this, the female lead in there, her net worth is $1 million, dude. So I guarantee you she's living in an apartment somewhere. It's probably a nice one on the nice part in the nice part of L.A. But it's like you got to keep that up, you know. You got to keep just living somewhere nice up. And, th- and then – but she does a hit TV show. It's crazy. It's insane what, you, what like, you have to do to – um just to, like, live in these spots. And I'll keep sending that shit to my friends, dude, because it's fucking – I guess it's more or less, like – like a thing to be grateful for that like what we have to pay versus like what other people might have to pay now granted you could probably live in these cities at a more decent rate but the place you're gonna be at is probably not that decent you know what i mean but i think this brings me to the end of the pod man i want to i want to thank you guys for listening all last year uh and then kind of following me into this next year um i appreciate Again, all those listens, man. Uh, and so far, you know, who knows what the fuck can happen. But as long as I can be here doing the pod, you'll hear from me each week, man. Uh, again, wherever you're listening to this, like it, subscribe it, follow it. Whatever you ha- got to do on those uh, on those platforms, man. G- give me a little follow. Give me a little review. Let me know how I'm doing. Oh, if you're listening to this also on Spotify, they... Uh, they have like a little questionnaire thing too there. If you want to leave a comment about how, how you like the episode, cool. Not You don't have to, but, you know, it's appreciated. And, uh, yeah, man, have a great summer. Never change. I'll see you guys next week.